Welcome to the Crazy Love Podcast. Since the beginning of the year, Francis Chan and Crazy Love Ministries have been led by God into incredible opportunities. In this week's episode, Francis provides an update on how the Lord has been speaking to him through prayer and the scriptures. He shares amazing stories from the 50 Days of Prayer initiative and how God's favor has been clearly felt all throughout. So we pray that you find this episode especially encouraging and that you're given a fresh revelation of the worth of Jesus Christ. So it's been a pretty, a really cool last few weeks. Um, I think it started with, you know, when our church went through the book of Exodus, and I'm just blown away by Moses' life. Just, I forget how many parts of Exodus are just like, whoa. You know, like I knew Exodus 19, you know, when he's going up the mountain and fire and everything else. I actually forgot, um, like in chapter uh, 32, um, is it 32? Well, yeah, it's 32, but before that, <laughs> it wasn't 32, but we'll get to 32. When, when Moses in chapter 19, um, okay. I forgot about Exodus 24. I forgot in Exodus 24 that Moses, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. I mean, obviously I read it because I even had it underlined in my Bible. I just forgot that it happened. Like all of them were there and they saw God and he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank. And I never thought, really thought about, I don't think I did. I'm at the age, I don't, I don't remember what I thought. But uh, it's like, wow, they ate and drank? So you're sitting there, like with your sack lunch, eating, and God is there. Somehow, in some form. I forgot about all of that, because then 40 days, 40 days later, that same Aaron is making a golden calf. So I, I think, oh gosh, Lord, I, I always think like an experience will change someone. But then I read that and I'm like, they saw him and made a calf 40 days later. Crazy, and just had the people engaging in all sorts of sin and Nadab and Abihu later offer straight, they, they saw God, this is nuts. But, you know, all the passages with him, um, just Moses talking to God, just when you read through, like chapter by chapter, you just see like God was on this ongoing relationship with Moses, telling him, hey, tomorrow I'm going to kill the firstborn. Like, how do you, you heard that from the voice of God to, hey, it's okay. You're, I'm going to divide the Red Sea through you. It's okay. Tomorrow I'm going to 
I'm gonna have bread come down from heaven. Hey, just hit that rock. Just do this, do that. Like, come into this tent of meeting, go up onto this blazing fire, go do this, 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 this. And it's, it's through all that that Moses, and Moses can't get enough of him. And then in chapter 33, he's like, uh, can I see your glory? And I don't want the promised land without you. I mean, it's just this longing for God. But with all of that, it was at a prayer meeting that um, one of our elders read from 2 Corinthians 3. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. I remember preaching it years ago, but you just forget where it says in 2 Corinthians 3, if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? And the whole chapter is about more glory. And all of Hebrews is about more glory. So as awesome as that was for Moses, there's something more available to us. And so I've been just meditating and believing that. I, for some reason, God, at this stage of my life, is restoring a faith and giving me greater faith in the Word of God, where I'm going. I think I've been lied to, not intentionally. Maybe not lied to, it's just maybe we... We just don't talk about this stuff. I don't speak to many people who believe they could experience more glory than Moses. We're happy with just the tiniest fraction of his experience. And yet everything in the book of Hebrews is about there's more, there's more. In the Spirit, through the Spirit, there's more. And so I've just been hungry for that. Now, God has shown me so many things in my lifetime to show that his favor rests upon me. The way he's answered prayers in outrageous fashion. And now he's giving me faith that I can know him even more deeply, and that's like all I want. And so, another thing that's cool is we just started this 50 days of prayer, just prayer, and we're about to go into this 40 days of a Daniel fast, and, um, but what's really cool, okay, is the first night, the kickoff of our 50 days of prayer, several things. First of all, the last time we did this, just for four days, like we prayed and I, I challenged people with James 5 about the rain and then we had been in this historic drought, but then suddenly there was a historic rainfall the next week. And I wasn't even saying pray for rain, but I just used that as an example, but many people did pray for rain. And then it rained like crazy. But then this time, you know, we start off the prayers and I'm thinking, you know, and, and, and my friend Daniel's up there praying for rain, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm looking at the weather report. There's not supposed to be any rain. We are still in this historic 1,200-year drought. Um, and I remember just praying and going, God, there is zero chance of rain, but could you just 
give us a little bit of rain. I would just love if there was just a little bit of rain and then it rained, but just a little bit. And I'm thinking, man, if I had faith for, you know, would it have rained? I mean, it's just, that was cool, but that's just very, very, very small. What was really cool was before our prayer gathering, you know, we were at this church in Danville where we're going to do this um, prayer time with a bunch of other churches. And my friend Daniel asked me to pray for the pastor there. And so, you know, he was in a chair and I didn't really know the guy. And um, I felt like God wanted me to pray this Exodus and Second Corinthians 3 over him. I was a little embarrassed. I, I don't know why. I just felt like, ah, this is one of those rich, fancy churches and, you know, mega church and but I just felt like I was supposed to pray that he had the deepest, deepest experience of the glory of God, and that he would just long for that and believe that passage in 2 Corinthians 3. And so I prayed it, and afterwards the guy's like, come over here, I need to talk to you. And he shows me his notes from the last couple of weeks. Everything was out of Exodus. Everything was about this. I see, I was praying these things for him because this is the stuff that God was showing me and how I felt like God was calling me to just get away and to be alone with him. And this next season is going to be deeper intimacy. So I'm praying that for him. And he's showing me his notes going, this is everything God was telling me. Talk to my wife. I've been talking about this is what I've been thinking. And then he makes a statement. He goes, I believe that God has told me to give him my mornings. Okay, then I started freaking out. I'm like, wait a second. I've heard the same thing. Ask my son-in-law, okay? I just told him like two days ago, I feel like God's telling me to just give him like every day. Can I just give him every day till noon and just work the rest of the day? Like, like he's wanting more. Can I just take three days out of the week and just be alone with him? And then the other three, be, like it's just like this. I go, so I'm not making this up. Ask him. But it was crazy, like the same things that God was saying. He goes, and, and he was telling me the way you were praying for any insecurity, like any doubt in me, that God wanted this from me. I go, that's because that was the same thing that was going on in me. And we just had this amazing time where we're going, are you kidding me? Here are two people who are both feeling that like God is saying, give me the mornings and just go and be alone with me. And he was showing me where he got that out of Exodus 34 when God called Moses in the morning and just him to be alone. I go, God is saying the same thing to us. And yet both of us with our insecurities are going, God, is that really you saying that? And then we find each other and go, oh my gosh. That was really God. He said it to you. He said it to me. I don't know what that means. And then he says to me, he goes, you know what's crazy? He goes, I used to have a big church in Colorado and God told me to leave that church and everyone thought I was crazy and I announce it. And then my wife is online, she goes, hey, look at this, Francis Chan in California is leaving his church this week. I'm like, what? 
this is so crazy. I'm like, how old are you? He goes, 54. I'm like, I'm 54. Like, it was just like, what is happening in this? But what excites me is God, God just using this just to affirm that I'm hearing from him and he wants to be alone with me. And I believe he's gonna show me things in this next season. But I don't, I don't really care. I just, I just want to be with him. So I've been looking for properties, just where I can be quiet. I'm just looking for like a cabin, anything, just away from the noise, where I can go, be quiet, and be with him. And I'm, I'm not saying that I'll have a season of this and then I'll be able to do all these miracles. I don't really care. I'm just grateful that in this season of my life, I'm super hungry for him. And I have a lot of faith that I'm gonna grow closer to him and he's gonna manifest himself to me in deeper ways than I've experienced, even though he's been awesome to me my whole life and has shown his favor in my life ridiculously. I go, this is a super exciting season because something new is on the horizon. And my prayer, my hope, is that this type of hunger for God is just happening, not just with me and this other pastor, but that he's calling other pastors at the same time. And he's calling lay people at the same time and whoever is listening to this, that he's just calling you. It doesn't mean everyone is supposed to give him half of his day or whatever. I'm just saying that's just what he called me to do. And I don't know how to do it. I just, I'm just excited about it. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Love Podcast. We will see you next time with a new episode, but until then, for more resources from Crazy Love Ministries or to support the work of Crazy Love, please visit our new website at crazylove.org. Thanks. Thanks.